You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast, your home for Star Wars news and more. What is up, my Gungans? This is Derek. And this is Harry. And we are the Best Guy Brothers. Yes, we Today are. Today we're going to be talking to you about one of the more controversial episodes of Star Wars, and that would be, Harry? That would be Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. So this is probably, this is where a lot of toxic fans, um, not toxic fans. People who voice their opinion. Yeah, this is where a lot of opinions differ, let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not saying one side of the... Hall or one side of the aisle is right or wrong, just that there's a lot of different opinions. Yeah, even Derek and I might have some different opinions ourselves for this movie. Yeah. So um, let's just hop into it real quick. We'll get some quick facts in and then talk about the plot and then talk about the movie. Yeah, let's get this train rolling. Yep, let's go. All right, Harry, what is your quick fact for this episode? All righty. So did you know that both Prince William and Prince Harry made cameos in The Last Jedi? I didn't know that. I know that I felt like Prince. I knew that Prince Harry did, but I didn't know about anything else. Well, they were, were they stormtroopers. They both were stormtroopers nice. in Last Jedi. Cool. They both are huge, avid Star Wars fans, and they wanted some way to, uh, you know, be a part of it. You know, in the real world, you know, for sure. And so they both uh, had cameos as stormtroopers. Nice, and I think that's like that's like the go-to cameo for for people. You know, you don't have to really act. You just have to run from this place to another and oh, maybe yeah. say a line or two. Well, Do you per- know if they had any lines? Uh, I don't actually think so. Um, I could be wrong, but um, either way, it was some more British, in it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. But yeah, it, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, what's your quick fact, Derek? So my quick fact for today is actually going to be about Mark Hamill. Okay. Or Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so after reading the script for the film, he told writer and director Ryan Johnson, with whom everybody has their beefs with, yep. especially regarding this movie. Yeah. He says, I pretty much fundamentally disagree with every choice that you've made for this character, meaning Luke Skywalker. Now, having said that, he goes on, I have gotten it off my chest. And my job now is to take what you've created and do my best to realize your vision. So, kind of from the beginning, from the get-go, yeah. Um, Mark Hamill wasn't a fan. No, he wasn't having it. Yeah. Well, like he he dealt with it, I guess yeah. you'd say. But like, yeah, he definitely didn't agree with yeah Ryan Johnson. With, I mean, honestly, who like Mark Hamill knows that character. Oh, yeah. Better than anybody else. Yeah. He was, I mean, besides, I guess Harrison Ford wasn't even there at that time. Right? Yeah. So besides um, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. He was the one that was, the, he was the only one that was there since the beginning. Yeah. And, I mean, as amazing as Carrie Fisher is, she doesn't know Luke Skywalker like Mark Hamill does. Exactly. So, you know, uh, it just... It's very interesting, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not going to lie. I was going to save this till later, but in my opinion, Luke Skywalker, the character in this movie, um, he was my biggest beef with the movie. Like, yeah. This isn't my favorite Star Wars movie. In fact, it, you know, to be honest, it, I think it is my least favorite. Gotcha. Um, 
But it doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, I know. I agree with you. I would still choose this movie over plenty of other movies. Yeah. Um. You know, and and so it's not a bad movie. It just made some interesting decisions. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know Ryan Johnson, and I don't think I ever will. But I'm wondering how much influence he pulled from like the actual jedis you know the actual jedi way and the actual you know whatever yeah um i do think that this character of luke skywalker made some really good points in the Mm -hmm. movie and i'll talk about that in a little while but i think i don't know it was just different yeah it was it wasn't the same luke skywalker no it wasn't used to same um even though Mark Hamill did, you know, obviously he went along and everything, but no, yeah. I agree with you that his character was a little bit different. And he did a great job. Oh, Mark Hamill did excellent. Mark Hamill's Mark Hamill. Yeah, so. he did He did excellent with his part, that you know, with everything he could do. Yeah. We'll talk about this a little bit more when we get past the... Quick facts? Uh, uh, the plot. Yeah. And, and finish the, this, this uh, quick facts segment. Yeah. But yeah, let's jump into the plot and get the show on the road. All right, yeah, let's get on it. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. To be a part of the show, go to www.beskarbrothers.com to fill out a survey telling us what you want to hear, what you liked, and what you didn't. New entries will be featured in new episodes. So log on to www.beskarbrothers.com today. Okay, so let's hop into the plot here and talk about Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Let's go. Okay, so this is shortly after the battle of Starkiller Base, where they blew up the planet that used to be called Ilum. I think we talk about that in one of our other stories. Yes, indeed. Um, General Layer, Layer. Leia, or I'm sorry, people. I am having a problem with pronouncing things today, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough ride. But stay with me, please. Please so, do. <laughs> General Leia Organa is leading the resistance forces in evacuating their base when the First Order fleet arrives. Against Leia's orders, Poe Dameron leads a costly counterattack that destroys the First Order dreadnought. Uh, the remaining resistance escapes into hyperspace. But the First Order uses a device to track them and attacks again. Kylo Ren hesitates to fire on the lead Resistance ship after sensing his mother Leia's presence on board. But his wingmen destroy the bridge, killing most of the Resistance leaders, including Admiral Akbar. Um, oh, Leia, right? Leia is dragged into space but survives by using the Force. While Leia recovers, Vice Admiral Holdo assumes command of the Resistance. Running low on fuel, the remaining fleet is pursued by the First Order. And then on Octo, Rey attempts to recruit Mr. Luke Skywalker to the Resistance. And then under self-imposed exile, Luke refuses to help and says that the Jedi should end. After encouragement from the one and only R2-D2, he agrees to give Rey three lessons in the ways of the Force. Ray and Kylo begin communicating through the Force, which puzzles them both. Uh, Kylo tells Ray that Luke feared his power. Luke confesses that he, momentarily, contemplated killing Kylo upon sensing that Snoke was corrupting him, which prompted Kylo to destroy 
Luke's New Jedi Order. May I just add a side note? Luke probably got it from his father with killing a youngling nearly there. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, and then convinced that Kylo can be redeemed, Rey leaves Octo. And then Luke prepares to burn the Jedi Library, but then hesitates. And then the spirit of Master Yoda appears and destroys the library by summoning a bolt of lightning. And he encourages Luke to learn from his failure. Which is classic Yoda, right? It sure is. Because Yoda learned from his failure. And that's, you know, pass on what you've learned. Exactly. I think it's funny, real quick. I'm going to pop in here and say, um, so uh, does that mean that Yoda has forced lightning if he summoned a bolt of lightning? (laughs) Yeah. Question, question. Anyway, meanwhile, uh, Poe Dameron entrusts Finn and Mechanic Rose, um, yeah, uh, and BB-8 with a secret mission to disable the First Order's tracking device. Maz Kanata directs them to a casino in the town of Cantobite, where they meet a hacker DJ. Uh, pursued by the local security, they escape Cantobite with the help of a stable hand child and racing animals. I can't remember what they're called, so I'm just going to call them racing animals. I can't remember either. Uh, they set, f- uh, yeah, so they set free the racing animals and then ran away. Finn, Rose, and DJ infiltrate Snoke's flagship but are captured by Captain Phasma. Kylo brings Rey to Snoke, who reveals that he connected their minds to discover Luke's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were able to be connected through the Force. Yep, makes perfect sense. And then Holo plans to evacuate the remaining members of the Resistance using small transport vessels. Believing her plan cowardly and futile, Poe leads a mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, sorry, mutiny. See, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Uh, or you're not the only one. Right. <laughs> anyway, and then a recovered Leia stuns Poe with a blaster and proceeds with the evacuation. Holdo remains aboard the ship as a decoy to mislead Snoke's fleet as the others flee to an abandoned base on Crate. DJ buys his freedom by revealing the Resistance's plan to General Hux, and the First Order fleet begins firing on the evacuation transports, destroying many. Dang, DJ. Yeah. Dang, DJ. (sighs) Okay. So, um, ordered to kill Rey, Kylo instead kills Snoke, and defeats his Praetorian Guard with her help. And with the Praetorian Guard's help. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ray hopes that Kylo has abandoned the dark side, but he instead asks her to rule the galaxy with him. Oh, cute. <laughs> Refusing, she battles him uh, for control of Luke's lightsaber, bisecting the weapon, or, you know, breaking it in half. Mm-hmm. Holdo sacrifices herself by slicing through Snoke's flagship at light speed, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Um, crippling the First Order fleet. Rey escapes the destruction while Kylo declares himself supreme leader. BB-8 frees Finn and Rose, um, and they defeat Phasma and join the survivors on Crate. When the First Order arrives, Poe, Finn, and Rose attack with obsolete speeders. So really old old derelict speeders. Mm-hmm. Ray and Chewbacca draw the TIE fighters away in the Millennium Falcon, while Rose stops Finn from sacrificing himself. Oh no, he's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> the First Order penetrates the Resistance Fortress using a siege cannon. And Luke appears and confronts the First Order, allowing the surviving Resistance to escape. And then Kylo orders the First Order's force to fire on Luke, and might I add, quite a lot of fire. <laughs> more, 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 more! <laughs> but they fail to harm him. <laughs> he then engages Luke in a lightsaber duel upon striking Luke, and then Kyle realizes that Luke is not physically present, but projecting his image through the Force. Yep. And then Ray helps the remaining Resistance escape on the Falcon. Exhausted, Luke dies peacefully on Octo. Becoming one of with becoming one with the force and the force with him and the force with him. <laughs> and then Ray and Leia sense his death, and Leia tells Ray that the resistance can rise again. Then later, um, at Cantobite, the weird Las Vegas of Star Wars. Yep, I was just gonna say the Las Vegas of the galaxy. <laughs> right, the stable hands, uh, the little children, uh, recount the story of Luke Skywalker. Afterward, one of them moves a broom with the Force and gazes into space, yeah. never to be seen again. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Harry. So everybody knows that this movie has some issues, mm-hmm. but everybody doesn't really give it what it needs. Like, give the give the. What is it? The uh, the praise that it deserves. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Because, honestly, <clears throat> I, I actually like this movie a lot. Yeah. It is good. I remember going to this theaters with you. Yeah. And leaving the theater, and both of us were like, wow. Wow, that was good. That was good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then I think we went to the theaters, like, at least twice together. Yeah. And I think we watched it both of us a couple, you know, a couple more times after that. Yeah, yeah. Cuz I saw it with I remember I saw this one I saw it with you opening night. Right. I don't remember who we were with. I can't remember. I think it was just you and me. Yeah, I think so too. It might have been I might have brought my brother or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't fully remember. remember either, but and then like the week after I swear you and I went again and then like with a couple people from church or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think. And then and then I saw it with my family. And mm-hmm. then I saw it again on a date. And so I saw it like four times in theaters. And it, I mean, it, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. Absolutely. I, I thought it was really great. Oh, so did I. But. There were some issues. There there were some issues. Yeah. Some being. <laughs> yeah. Relative. I, yeah. I mean, you mentioned about, you know, Ryan Johnson with Luke Skywalker's character. Yeah. So I had. I had two big beefs with this film. Okay. I already talked with one about one with uh with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. The second one was in the form of Rose Tico. That is mine as well. Let's talk about it. You know, I I don't want to say this and and come off insulting or anything to those who love Rose or think she's a great character. To be honest, she's not a bad character. It's just that she was just automatically put in as some, you know, person that was extremely valuable to to the resistance. 
Yeah. And if she was so extremely valuable to the resistance, why didn't we get to know her before? Why was she just a, you know, weird mechanic in the back? Yeah. You know, and that too, yeah. And to be honest, you know, in in, you know, on the other side, there weren't that many resistance members at that point. No, there weren't. Uh-uh. So, I mean, it definitely could be that there wasn't anybody else. Yeah. You know, her sister had died and that was that was actually pretty sad. Yeah. Um but I don't know. If I was Rose, I would be mad at Poe and try and take it out on him. Yeah. But, you know, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. One of my big beefs with uh with that with with Rose itself was um I swear they tried to make her character try too much as well. Yeah. Um, I agree. Just trying to be a hero and just trying to be like one of the main haunches. Because I like, because I'll compare it with Finn in Force Awakens. I feel like we got to know a side of him before we feel like he was trying to become one of the bigger characters. Because later on in, in Force Awakens, he definitely did. Yeah. He proved himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Rose. Um, had a lot to prove, but didn't prove at all. Right. And it was just given to her, you know? You know, I feel like there is a lot in the sequel trilogy, and I think that's why people don't enjoy it as much. It's because there's a lot of content they have to get through. And I just feel like adding Rose, when we already were we're about halfway... Through the, through the trilogy. Through the, you know, we're, or, I mean, yeah, through the trilogy. Uh, technically a third the way through the trilogy. Yeah. But, like, we were we were already halfway into knowing these characters. Because, I mean, that's what a trilogy is all about. Mm-hmm. The first movie, you meet the characters. The second movie, you watch them grow. Yep. And the third movie is where they... They conquer. Self-actualize. Yeah. Um, and so I was, and you know, that's a character arc. We saw that with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, South Ray. I think I think Kylo Ren is one of the best characters in all of Star Wars because that he followed that. We meet him, we see who he is. Then in um, then in the Last Jedi, we see that there's conflict in him. Yeah, and we see that you know he could go both ways. And to be honest, at the end of the Last Jedi, I still didn't know whose side Kylo Ren was on. Oh, same. Yeah. It was undetermined. But obviously, in Rise of Skywalker, we find that out. Yeah. And there's a lot of growth that comes from Kylo in that movie. Oh, yeah. And so, I feel like that's what lagged with at least Rose's character as well. I feel like she was, I hate to say it, that she was just there. And I'm not going to lie. The fact that she was almost non-existent in... um, the Rise of Skywalker was kind of detrimental. Yeah. I mean, it was just fan service at that point. And we meet this character who's apparently pivotal in the resistance. And then, and then the she's replaced by, you know, what's his name from Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah. Oh, I had to think for a second. <laughs> Sorry, my... I can't remember. What was it Pippin or Mary? No, it's Pippin. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Charlie, if you're a Lost fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to think there for a second. I'm back, <laughs> you're back good, in. but but like back to this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. 
And I feel like, oh, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of, like, because, of course, they tried to make her and uh, Finn a, thing, a yeah. thing. And they didn't mesh well together as characters, I feel, um, yeah. for that kind of thing. And honestly, that kind of, I mean, because the movie wasn't ruined for me at all. But, like, me trying to like, trying so hard to like Rose, that kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like they didn't. They weren't a good mesh for each other. And they, I feel like they tried a little too hard to make them a, a thing. Yeah. And to be honest, I feel like Rose was just a fangirl that had a crush. Yeah. And Finn's just like, no, nah, I got the hots for Ray. Yep. Uh huh. Like the whole movie, and then you know, Rose kisses Finn at the end, and I'm just like, okay, that was. That was Not interesting. Asked for, yeah, no, hundred percent. But anyway, yeah. Sorry for those fan, those of you fans that really like Rose as a character. That's just our opinion. Like like we said, we're not right and we're not wrong. You know, right. it's it's just an opinion. And so, um, it, I mean, I feel like we have, you know, the we're able to share express what we feel. And so, yeah. Um, and please, um, feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to agree same. with me. Um, feel free to chew me out um, if you want to on our Discord server or at bestcarbrothers.com. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure to to uh, use nice words at least mm-hmm. to say, I disagree with you, Derek, and here's why. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, what else did you not like? <laughs> In all honesty, because when you mentioned about Ryan Johnson writing Luke Skywalker's character, that was one thing that really bothered me too. Yeah. Um, I feel like Luke's character in this movie, um, I feel like his potential wasn't fulfilled, you know, throughout it, I should say, cause I'm not going to lie. My favorite part of the movie is the duel between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker. Yeah, definitely. I like that part a lot just cause it shows, I mean, it showed perfectly that, like we mentioned earlier, that Kylo, what side could he be on, you know? I mean, yeah. like, it led to that a little bit. <clears throat> and so, like, I mean, I, I my, like I said, with the, my beef with, with Luke's character writing, because Mark Hamill did nothing wrong. Mark Hamill did an excellent job playing Luke Skywalker. Oh, for sure. Um, in every way. Um, just the writing of the character and the script for his lines... We're not the same Luke Skywalker I knew in the original trilogy. Yeah, and that and there's no excuse that you know Mark Hamill's older now. It's like, well, Luke Skywalker is still Luke Skywalker, right? You know, from what I mean, was. definitely experiences will change personalities and things like that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just a little offsetting for me. But I will say this: mm-hmm. I will give Ryan Johnson credit for this. Um, and like I said, once again, chew me out in whatever form you would like. Mm-hmm. Just use nice words. <laughs> um, but I will say this. Luke Skywalker, in that fight at the end. Yeah. That was the Luke Skywalker that oh, everybody yeah. knows. Heck yeah. That's why I love that part of the movie. Um, because it's Luke's true character. And, and you know he's got a, a, a smaller beard. He's he's trimmed. And yeah, his hair's shorter. 
mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, okay, Luke's back. This is Luke. Yeah, this is Luke. Yeah. And then he wasn't back. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah. That's a very interesting thought. Yeah. Luke was Luke then mm-hmm. and not any time other than that during the movie. Yeah. Okay, my last... Uh, my last thing that I wasn't the biggest fan of this movie was Canto Bite. <laughs> Las Vegas. Yeah, like, why did they have to add that in there? Like, <laughs> if they really wanted to, they could have added a a short film about the Canto Bite and call it good. <laughs> right? No, I think... I think that Ryan Johnson was trying to build his vision into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He was taking... Um, the Force Awakens and changing it and building it to what he wanted. Yeah. And I think this is the biggest issue I have with all of the sequel trilogy is that there was no structure. Nope. I feel like if Lucasfilm had said, you know, this is the this is the way that we want to go with the movie. This are the main plot points that we think are important. Follow this. Other than that, you have creative reign. Yeah. I feel like it would have been more structured. It would have flowed better. To me, it's three individual movies that kind of tie together in a way. Yeah, they're kind of their own stories, I feel. I mean, like, yeah, like with the prequels and with the original trilogy, they are their own stories per se. But I feel that, like, especially with the original trilogy, it follows through perfectly. Yeah. But, yeah, with this, the sequel trilogy, it... Yeah, it didn't help that you had J.J. Abrams for Force Awakens, and then Ryan Johnson for Last Jedi, and then J.J. Abrams again yeah. for Rise of Skywalker. And and I feel like Rise of Skywalker was just a clean-up Ryan Johnson so-called mess. Yeah. And try and salvage. But, I mean... With what he had, though, like... And I, I get it. It's it's your baby, um, right. you know, as a director. Um but like we said, this is just some nitpicks that we had with it. Would it have been so hard and so wrong of J.J. Um, Abrams to continue the story? What would have been better? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I've heard um, the original, and I, I mean, we're, we're talking about a different movie now, but... Mm-hmm. Um, the original Rise of Skywalker was supposed to be called Duel of the Fates. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we'll talk about that when we're we talking about Rise episode. of Skywalker. Yeah. But holy cow, that's, a, that's yeah. an interesting episode. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I watched a movie on it, or a movie, a video. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we're not going to. And then Broom Kid. Uh-huh. Let's just, I mean, I'm just going to finish on that. Broom Kid. Uh-huh. J.J. Abrams. I mean,. <laughs> Like I said, would it have been so bad? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. J.J. Abrams probably could have somehow added in... Something about him. Yeah, I mean, you know, some kind of... I mean, instead of Ray going to Tatooine and burying the lightsabers in, to the in sand, and then Let's just go proclaiming... Like oh, sand. wait. <laughs> yeah, and then proclaiming herself a Skywalker, maybe she could have instead gone back to Canto Bite and picked up the kid to start a new Jedi Order. Yeah, 
You know, that would have been amazing. I would have loved that. Oh, and that would have just tied in with everything. Yeah. You know, and then, but, you know, maybe this isn't the last time we see Ray. I mean, we don't know that. I think, I think I heard something where Kathleen Kennedy said something to the effect of it's not the last time we see the characters from the sequel trilogy. Hmm. Yeah. And so you never know. Yeah, true. Um, I will say this, and spoiler alert for the Lego Christmas special, or holiday special, or whatever you want to call it, but, um, um, Poe, not Poe, uh, what's his name? Gosh, uh, John Boyega's character. Yeah, Finn. Finn. Um, Finn is force sensitive, and Ray does train him in the Lego holiday special i don't know if that's canon or not but i would assume it would be mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool yeah it is but yeah so let's stop talking about stuff we hated and let's talk about what we liked and let's movie. let's end with a good note and talk about what we liked mm-hmm. um to be honest i i really liked the the gorilla walkers yeah you know they were kind of fun looking and that whole scene on crate just was reminiscent of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, hundred percent. Definite callbacks there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy's like oh, salt. Salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I I thought it was. You know, I saw the red streaks on the trailer, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." Yeah. Uh huh. I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's salt. <laughs> it's salt. salt. <laughs> anyway, um, let's get past that. Um, but, yeah, the walkers were cool. Honestly. I really loved the visuals. Yeah, the visuals were awesome. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, the whole hold on maneuver. Uh-huh. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. One thing I will give Canto Bite a plus for is it did look nice. Like I will admit that. Yeah, I mean the whole like like I said the visuals, like it was very well done. Yeah, extremely well done. Yeah. In fact, I would say that it's probably the most colorful and beautiful Star Wars. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So far. Like the contrast, like I said, back on crate, the contrast between the white and the red. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, you know, Canto Bite, beautiful. Um, like it's just super colorful, and it's it's interesting because um, um, we got to see the side of Star Wars that is the kind of the rich side. You know, mm-hmm. we always see the rebellion in the Empire, yeah, the rebellion in the Empire. Um, and I I mean you can you can argue that the prequel trilogy was the rich side of Star Wars because it technically was. It yeah. was a lot of it was on Coruscant. Yeah. But um but like this is the rich side of of that Star Wars. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's interesting to see, you know, the uh the galactic star cruiser side of Star Wars even before um you know, Disney announced that. Yeah, exactly. And um I definitely want to go to the galactic star cruiser, but I am not because <laughs> I am poor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, the visuals stunning. The oh, yeah. cast did a really good job. Oh yeah, I was impressed with basic like 
I think, in my personal opinion, my favorite um, actor slash actress in this movie was Adam Driver. His role as Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, that was fantastic. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed watching Kylo Ren. It, it kind of gave me the, you know, because we talked about prior, uh, in prior episodes about how, you know, Darth Vader, you, with Darth Vader, you, you came to love a villain, you know? Yeah. And then you kind of started to like Kylo Ren. I, th- I I started to like Kylo Ren a little bit. It was a slow... Like, I loved Darth Vader from the very beginning. Oh, yeah, same. But with Kylo Ren, I did not like his character in Force Awakens. Yeah, I didn't either. But you learned to love him, a li- like him a little bit more in Last Jedi. You learned to, like... Appreciate kind of, him, I guess. Yeah, appreciate him and... And, um, and understand where he's coming from a exactly, little bit. Exactly, yeah. Um, and kind of get where, he, yeah, get where he's coming from. Yeah. And so I, I like that part a lot. Especially because we see, like, what happened to him. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, his backstory. Uh-huh. With the whole thing. Um, you know, obviously, Luke um, trains Grogu. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what happens to Grogu. Hopefully, at some point... We will find we will out. find out. Hopefully. You know, maybe we'll see him even um, in... The Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, maybe we'll see. So check that out on Disney Plus if uh, if you want to. <laughs> um, but yeah, Disney Plus needs to sponsor us. <laughs> no, they don't. I wish they did. But yeah. That would be. Yeah, we need a little bit more listeners to that. Yep. So share this podcast with your friends. Wink, yeah. wink. Yep, please do. And with other Gungans, we appreciate it. Right? Yeah. No, another thing that I really like that I liked from this movie a lot. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. I really did like the moment when Yoda does come out. Yeah, uh, you know. I loved Yoda in this movie. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he no, appears, oh, dude! Remember in the movie theater, people were cheering like, yeah, and we were cheering, of course, too. Well, you like, we're like, whoa, Yoda, Yoda Yoda's here! We're like, oh, Yoda! Oh, like I, I had like a soups moment, like on TikTok, soups. Uh, uh-huh, you know that guy? Yep, uh-huh. He's like. Let's go! go. <laughs> yeah, it was totally like super cool. Oh, absolutely! So I really loved that, and just his interaction with Luke, I'm just same old Yoda that we always knew. Yeah, T- telling Luke, "Hey, learn from your mistakes," um, and and basically do better. Yeah, um, I I mean I don't know, I love Yoda overall, but that was really I wasn't expecting, you know, the sacred Jedi text. To be burned, because like, that's not what it's all about in Star Wars, you know. Nope. And I mean, technically, they didn't get burned. Yeah, ten- yeah, technically, yeah. So if we wanna wanna go there, because Ray took them yep. secretly. Yeah, but help prove to Luke that that's not what's important. Right. And I like that a lot. So um, that was another thing. I, I liked. think I'm just gonna say this too, because this is the last time we technically see Yoda. Yeah. We hear him in in. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. but Yoda, I've I've had my my uh, what's it called? My criticisms of Yoda. Yeah, and I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that I don't like Yoda because that is a lie. I love Yoda. Yeah, I'm just saying that because of his arrogance and like what Luke said. At the height of their power, the Jedi allowed Darth Sidious to rise and gain control. Mm-hmm. Yoda was a big part of that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he was absolutely. And you know, it's it's hard for 
me to say Yoda is a perfect character no matter what. Yeah, he, like, honestly, I mean, Yoda really is the, the backbone of of Star Wars, and so... Yeah. Yeah. But he definitely, definitely um, redeems himself right here, so... Mm-hmm. I I love Yoda. He's a great character. Yeah. No, he is. Great um, character he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to share another thing that I that I did like. Yeah, um, sure. We're gonna go back to the um, the duel between Mister Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Um, I noticed it actually um, opening night when we saw it. When, when he walks, he leaves no footprints. Oh really? Yeah. I noticed that. I, I, was, I still, I to this day, I don't think I've noticed that. Yeah, and so like I, I was like, wait a second. It threw me off guard a little bit, yeah. and so I was like, "Oh, maybe." And yeah, I, my in my mind, I was right. Um, he wasn't actually physically there. Huh. It was that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, and then okay, my favorite line is, is "See you around, it, kid." See you around, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so epic. Uh, also helped Kyle Ren to realize. Oh, I guess <laughs> I need to learn some more. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It was it was awesome. Um, no, just a, and honestly, like, I'm glad that that's the way Luke ended. I'm glad it was on his terms. Yeah, and it was peacefully. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, we could have had a whole Qui Gon Jinn moment there. Uh, I'm so where, glad that wasn't the case. Where, where uh, Ray had to watch her master. Yeah. Uh, die. Yeah. Um, which would have definitely, as we know, you know, thrown some dark side out for Ray. Yeah. And and she would definitely be a little bit upset. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. I you know I <laughs> right. I agree with you, Harry. I think that it's it was good for Luke to to end on his terms, and it was a very peaceful way to go yeah absolutely yeah but yeah so that's about it for this episode harry unless you have anything else no oh actually there's one more thing can we talk about leia with the force a little bit just to end off yeah yeah um so i knew that you know before this movie that you know leia was trained as jedi and I hoped that she was. Yeah. I didn't know for sure. I, I I heard about it, and I, I didn't like officially know, but like right. I heard about it, and so it came as a little bit of a, of a shock. But then afterwards, I was like, oh wait, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but kind of according that. to if you just watch the movies though, and don't even like look up anything online, it would have come to a shock. Oh, for sure. I yeah. think there are people in the movie theater that were like. What? <laughs> like, what the heck? Why is yeah. Leia using the force? Yeah, I'm glad they added that part. Actually, mm-hmm. um, that helped us to recognize that um, it wasn't just that. I guess it's not just Luke that has that. You know, is special if you want to put it that way. Yeah. But but Leia as well. Like for sure. Like to me, that just added more power to her character. Yeah. Because I think that Leia is an underrated character for how powerful she is. Oh, for in sure. Star Wars, and so like that added to it, and I loved that. Yeah, I mean, technically, Darth Vader or Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. without the the mechanical limbs, yeah, 
was the strongest um, force user ever known. Yeah. And so it would make sense that not only his son, but, but his, his daughter, daughter as well would have some of that power. Yeah, absolutely. So it's pretty, pretty impressive. It is. Yeah, that's, that was the last thing I wanted to add. Was there anything else you wanted to add, Derek? Um, just my rating. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna give this a a, a nine. No, not a nine. A a, a one. No, a two, a three. Let's go with three. I'm three just out of ten. Go with three out of ten. Thirty okay. percent. Definitely failed in my eyes, but yeah. still worth trying. You know. Yeah. But actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. I'm just gonna say fifty percent. Yeah. So a really, 10. really good movie. Yeah. But just lacking in some areas. Yeah. I give it a six. A six. Yeah. Um, I just had to one up me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um. No, it's like it's not my favorite movie. It's not my least favorite Star Wars movie either, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. Um it was, you know, you guys have heard what we discussed about it and that's and that's plain for why I gave it a 6 out of 10. Yep. So, but um overall, especially going to the movie theater opening night for this movie was still amazing. I mean, it's just a great experience. Oh yeah. How can you not Enjoy watching a Star Wars movie on the big screen, especially on an opening night. Yeah, you got to be crazy if you don't. And yeah. so, um, I think that's what helps me to enjoy. Like, it doesn't help me to enjoy Star Wars more, I should say. But like, I love Star Wars more, especially like in a room full of people who love Star Wars just as much as I do. Yeah. Um, it just, I don't know, it's special. Yep. So, and and Last Jedi definitely helped with that a lot. Um, but for sure. But anyway, yeah, six out of ten, dude. Five out of ten for me. Yeah. yeah. So um, to wrap up, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If about... you've listened to this far, thank you, thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys. Remember again to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, follow our Discord server. You can find a link on our website at bestguardbrothers.com, um, as well as a survey. To tell us what you liked, what you didn't, what your Star Wars, who's your favorite Star Wars character, and more. So make sure to take a, a gander at the website, follow us on those social media platforms, mm-hmm. and most of all, may the Force be with you. Always. Take care, guys. Yep, we'll see ya. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast, your home for, for Star, Star Wars, Wars news, news and more. Until next week, may the Force be with you.